the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. Hi Kids, for Kids, Bar Kids. Thank you for tuning in to 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, for Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Berea Katz and I am your host for today. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I will have all the amazing and fun things planned for you. To start off the show, I will be interviewing Sister Daniela Oswald. She's a nurse from the Sadima Health, so keep listening to 101.9 Chai FM. Get ready for a very exciting show on Chai Kids today. You're listening to Chai Kids on 101.9 Chai FM. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Berea Katz and I'm 12 years old. I have Sister Danielle Oswald in studio with me. So if you send your questions to 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019. Before we start with the questions, for the part, we saw these are the questions, um, I want to remind you what the tongue twist is. Which doctor is doctoring the doctor doctor? Please phone in at the end of the show and I'll count how many times you can say this in 10 seconds. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you so much for coming. I'm really interested. Thank um, you for having me. So the reason why I wanted you to come into studio is because I was really interested. What is Sedima Health? So Sedima Health is a home-based nursing care company. Uh, we provide tailor-made nursing services by matching the right nurse with a patient to provide, you know, nursing care at home. Yeah. So what does home-based mean? That you go to people's homes? Yes. So if you would prefer to to have a nurse rather coming to your home so that you've got a familiar setting, then we provide nurses that can provide that care for you. It's so interesting because I always thought nurses were those people who help you in hospital. Yes, they of course, they, they definitely help you in hospital. But I think if you look at nursing, there's so many different ways of nursing that's not just in hospital. So you can do it in someone's home. You can do it, you know, there's, there's many different aspects of nursing. But home care is definitely one of them. So can you tell us what the different aspects of nursing are? So you can either, if you are looking to be a nurse, um, this is something that my mother told me when when I was looking for a career path to follow. And if you want to be a nurse, but you don't just want to, to maybe work in a hospital, you can work in a hospital, you can maybe have your own baby clinic if you're interested in, you know, children and babies. And also, um, you know, you can consider something like travel nursing where, um, you know, you can either go to people's home and provide nursing care there, and you can also go abroad and you can do nursing there. So nursing has got so many different facets, um, Yes. It's so in, it's really interesting because you never like know that one job can actually have so many different branches of it. So yes. you can just like pick and choose and if you get bored of one, just move on to another. Yes. Like you if you go- like if you love travelling you can just travel around and be a nurse in all different places. Yes, and if you like if you maybe want to consider working in theatre, then you can also be a theatre nurse, a scrub nurse. So you know, then you work with the doctors on the operating where the patient is on the operating table and you can also be a nurse in, in that setting. When you said theatre, I was thinking of like theatre as in like plays. 
I was like, why would they need a nurse there? Like if someone falls on stage and breaks their leg or something. Uh, speaking of that, you can also then consider maybe uh, where there's um, specific events planned and they need maybe someone on standby to assist if there's maybe injury. Why not do, you know, that type of nursing as well? They also need assistance. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That reminds me of something I saw in a book. Basically, I don't remember what country it is. It's like a book with all cool facts in. Basically, what they do is they make a circle. People put their arms around each other, like on the base. Um, and they, and then people like make another circle almost on, on their shoulders. And they go up and up and up and up and up and up and up until the top, you know? And they're like children on the top. And also, like at the base, they're surrounded by crowds and crowds of people to support the whole like pyramid thingy. Yeah. So, I remember seeing a thing that the going down part of that whole like permit thing is the hardest part. They have to have people on standby in case someone falls. Yes, of course, definitely. You always need um, people to support. And, you know, behind every successful person, you know, speaking about theater, if you think about, you know, like play theater, uh, you know, you, you get your actors, but you get everybody that's behind them and supporting them. The same with nursing. You know, you've got many people that are assisting each other. And at the end of the day, it's to make sure that the patient's health come first and that they um, get the care that they need. And there's a lot of people behind that. And not just nurses. You know, there's doctors and there's physiotherapists and occupational therapists. So all of them form that pyramid then to to help the person be their best self. Yeah, they make a big group of people like a team yes definitely and they work together i'm sure yes yes i think as as a nurse you part of your training is that you have to work together definitely if if you go into any type of hospital ward i think that's where you will see um it's the biggest place where you'll find a lot of nurses that are working together at the same place and all of the nurses are working together. The one is maybe taking someone's blood pressure. The other one is helping them just to, to neaten the bed. You know, the other one is busy following the doctor maybe to, to, to follow the right medication, prescription. So all of them are working in the same team. Which is also a nice thing about being a nurse. You get to work with people. Yes. If you, if you want to do a job that's with people, but you also want to do something medical, then nursing is a good option. Yes, definitely. That's that's exactly the reason why I wanted to be a nurse. So can you tell us the story of how you that led you to become a nurse? Why did you decide to become a nurse? I became a nurse because I wanted Yes, you can say that you, you that you want to help someone, um, but also because of the different facets of nursing. It's you know, you you are not just um, busy with the patient, but you are also busy with their family. And a lot of people sometimes need maybe counseling if someone is faced in a, you know, they, they are facing a very difficult situation. You, you are there to support them as well. You work with doctors, that multidisciplinary team. You work with all the different professions. You work with them. And I think that's what's so interesting for me is that I'm not just working with just my patient. I'm working with everybody else. That's really amazing because, as I said, if you want to do something to help people, but you also want to, you don't want to be like locked in your own bubble that's not communicating with anyone, you know? Definitely. So, as a nurse, you need to communicate with the doctor, the people that are helping you, the patient, 
everyone that's around you. Yes, definitely. No, I agree with you. It's really, really interesting, and I'm learning a lot about nursing that I didn't know before. And we will carry on after the song break. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, for Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Beria Katz, and I am 12 years old. Let's carry on with the questions. So we were talking um, last time, it was very interesting, about what a nurse is and but of the different options of nursing. But um, I want to know, what do you have to have a different degree if you want to become a different type of nurse? Are there different degrees for each type of nurse? Does that make sense? Yes, it definitely makes sense. So, yes, there's definitely different levels of um, nurses. Um, when you look at you get nurses and care workers. So a care worker, it's actually nice if you do a certificate in in care work, if you're not sure. It, it gives you a little bit of a background regarding how to take care of your patient. Um, but a care worker is not registered with the South African Nursing Council. If you um, are looking at becoming maybe a, a registered nurse or a sister, the one with the maroon epaulette, um, then you are looking at um, a degree or diploma course, just depending on where you would like to study. So I studied at university. I've got my degree in nursing. And then you have different types of specialities. So you can be a psychiatric nurse where you are looking at the mental health of a patient. Um, you you can be an occupational nurse where you are maybe going to a, com- where, going to a company where you are doing blood pressures for all of the employees. You can be a midwife if you maybe want to consider baby health where you can deliver babies um, and do injections for babies um, and you get different types of certificates as well doing theater nursing um, working in the emergency department of the hospital so all of those different types of um, specialities you can definitely you know further educate and maybe if if you are um I can't really say necessarily bored, but if you are saturated and maybe bored of a specific um, environment, then why not, you know, go and work in, in, in a different environment, like in the theater or just something different just to challenge yourself. So what, what type of nursing would you, would, do you do? So the type of nursing that I do is I've got a passion for older people. I really, really do. I've worked in old age home. Um, now that I'm doing home-based care, um, a lot of my clients and a lot of our patients are um, older patients. And I absolutely love it. It is a complete, it's really, really my passion. Um, so, you know, not everybody would say, you know, this is the type of nursing that I want to do. But that's a nice thing about nursing is you can completely decide what works best for you. That's really amazing. And you also you also mentioned something about blood pressure. So I was thinking, why do you need to test someone's blood pressure? Like, what does it tell you about their health? Okay, so firstly, we look at what is blood pressure. Every single living person, actually, an animal, have got um, blood pressure. So blood pressure is just how your blood, the pressure that your heart is pumping the blood through um, your arteries. So... 
a lot of people have normal blood pressure where there's there's no reason to do anything further. But some people do have a little bit of low blood pressure. And sometimes you can feel low blood pressure by feeling a little bit faint. So it can be low blood sugar as well. But sometimes with low blood pressure, you can also feel faint. And with high blood pressure, a lot of people that have high blood pressure for a long time, they might then need medication to 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 normalize that high blood pressure. So so blood pressure is a very big indication of if something is going wrong in your body. Um so so it's definitely if if people go to the doctor you'll you'll see that they've got a stethoscope and m- most of the time they'll do the blood pressure as well to see if there's any abnormality. Because I will tell you about the health of the person. Yes, definitely. It's it's one of the indications. So the other thing that you might find is that they'll take take your temperature. If your temperature is high, then you might have a fever. Um, so there's many different things that uh, little little tests that they do, like blood pressure and temperature, um, and looking in your ears. Sometimes they look in your throat to to determine then maybe what's wrong with you. And that's what's called a diagnosis, right? Yes, definitely. So can nurses diagnose people with a certain sickness or do they not have that authority? So you you do get nurse practitioners where they will make a diagnosis, but most of the time the diagnosis is for the doctor to do. Um, we do have our own nursing um Diagnosis that that we will formulate, but it's uh, most of the time it's a little bit different from what the doctor is doing. So we try to see what will our intervention be, and that will be our main aim. So, can you also get nurses that are like paramedics? So they would go if there's an emergency and help people. Yes, definitely. So um, you get nurses that can also accompany uh, a physician sometimes even on like the helicopters where uh, there's an emergency and they need to airlift someone to the hospital. If the nurses, if they've got the, the right qualifications um, and they... They can do that then with the paramedics and sometimes with the doctors that go out um, in the helicopters. So you can do something like that as well. That sounds really exciting. That's quite up my alley. Yes, yes. Especially if, if you're a bit of an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, all those like car steep slides. I'm like, yes. And everyone else is like, mm-mm. You can go by yourself. We're not coming with you. Sorry. Yes, yes. Other other um, options that I can tell you to consider is um, nurses that work in the emergency department of the hospitals because you never know who's going to to walk in. I've I've seen some very very interesting cases. I once had a guy that had um, a piece of metal that was lodged in his skull, but he was fine. He was perfect. Oh my gosh. So so sometimes you get things like that and then they have to take them to theater and to see that they don't touch maybe damaged areas of the brain and they have to do, you know, certain scans to to check where this this mm, this, you know, where it touched and how they can take it out to to make sure that he will be fine afterwards. Wow, probably got stuck in a very weird way. Couldn't harm him. 
Yes, yes. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe it just it just touched the 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 skull bone without going inside. Without breaking. Yeah. So my sister yeah. once cut her head, like her forehead, yeah. and the the doctor told her that if it would have gone a bit further, like two or three centimeters, whatever, would have cracked her skull bone. Yeah, it's, it's quite scary. Yes, and and I don't know if you've seen that. If if you have a cut on your head, it it for the size of the cut, your head always bleeds a, a lot. A lot, yes, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. It's it's also just if you think about it, there's a lot of circulation um, that's going on in on you uh, you know on top of your head and inside your head because you know. You need to have adequate blood supply that's supplying the brain in order for you to think. Um, you know, so there's definitely that type of if you if you have a little bit of a gash on your head, it definitely bleeds more than it would on your arm. Yeah, and I think because of that, people get very scared. Yes, because it's a tiny little cut, and then they think, "What happened?" Because it's just pouring with blood, which happens. Yes, and sometimes we get squeamish. But, uh, you know, as a nurse, I can tell you, um, I think when I was still young, I also had to deal with this. What, what if, you know, with, with me seeing blood and, you know, it, can I still become a nurse? Yes, definitely. You learn how to handle the different situations that you are facing. And, you know, I really don't have a pl- problem seeing blood anymore. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't become, becomes not scary, becomes something you just have to stop. If you know yes. what I mean. Yes, definitely. definitely. It's not like, ew, blood, let me like, take a tissue and hold it out. It's like, <laughs> blood, let's stop it. Exactly. At the end of the day, someone must do it. So, um, you know, something that I've learned in my nursing career is that the more you are faced with a certain obstacle, the more comfortable you start feeling with it. It's true. So, you know, by seeing maybe small little scars... You know, I can I can put in stitches and, you know, for me, that's I don't have a problem with that anymore. But I remember as a nursing student testing out for the first time, trying to put in stitches for someone. For me, that was, you know, I was very nervous. But you get used to it. It's true. You you can just adapt to something. It's really amazing what your body can get used to. Yeah, definitely. And your, your mind. mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. It really it really is amazing. You can literally get used to it. Um, not anything, but at the beginning of something, you might be like, no, I can't manage. And then like three months or a month down the line, you're like, why did they even think I couldn't manage? This is like a breeze. Yeah, because you're exposed to it then quite a lot and you get used to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I also saw something called a BMR. So I was wondering if you could tell me what that was. Okay, so BMI, um, they use quite a lot to, to identify your body mass index. Um, so that is a measurement of your weight taking into consideration your height. So if someone weighs maybe 60 kilograms, if they are 1.2 meters compared to someone that is 1.8 meters, then you'll see someone that is maybe very underweight if they weigh the same. So, so that, that indication of a BMI is just to see the, your, your weight in, in relation to your height. So it's almost like proportions. Yes, definitely. So it's like, yeah, so it has to match each other. Yes. So, so if I see a BMI and I see that they, they've got a BMI over 30, then I know that it's going to be someone that is overweight. 
whether they are a short person or whether they are a tall person, I'll know that the the BMI measurement will be the same. If I get someone that's over 30, whether they are short or they are tall, I'll know that I'll expect someone that is overweight. And it's also a nice indication then for for if you need to lose weight or you need to pick up weight. If you are someone that is maybe very underweight and your BMI is lower than 18, then we know more or less what we want to do. Some people will say that it's not that accurate, uh, but a BMI is a nice indication to start off with. But wouldn't tall people naturally be a bit heavier? Because it's just more of their body, if that makes sense. Uh, no, if you if you take into consideration uh, part of the BMI calculation, so you can even online you can get a BMI calculator, um, and if you take into consideration that part of the calculation will always have your height, um, you know, it will be fairly that accurate. You won't necessarily be overweight, yeah, on that. But also, you know, especially for teens growing up, I definitely won't only go with a BMI measurement. I don't think that it's a healthy thing just to look at a BMI uh, measurement because someone might be having a growth spurt where you are really tall, but you are thin, but you are healthy otherwise. Um, it's, it's maybe just especially if you find that in, in boys at a certain age, they get this extreme growth spurt. So you don't want to go and tell them, you know what, you are underweight um, if it's part of their normal growth process. So if you get someone that is looking at dietary advice, maybe like a dietitian, they will take into consideration the, the BMI of the person, but they will definitely also look at the age. Oh, because, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because if you're a different age, you should have a different BMI. Uh, not necessarily a different BMI. The BMI I will mean, vary. A different weight, yes, but or de- especially with teenagers because you get growth spurts. Um, you don't want to, to label it and then look, you know, then it looks like you might be very underweight, but then, you know, within a year or two, then you will, um, uh, then just normalize that. So that is definitely taken into account. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like yeah. me, I don't wear an outfit for like, I don't know, two or three weeks. And all of a sudden I put it on, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is too short. Because you are growing now a lot, you know. So so getting taller, you will definitely see, you know, all of a sudden you are pulling your sleeves and, you know, it's it's not reaching where it used to reach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite funny, actually. Like, this was just just trying to wash, Um, you know. (laughs) It's always the wash's fault. Yeah, exactly. I still blame the wash, and um, I'm definitely not a teenager anymore. I wonder how many times the wash actually shrinks something. You know what? It 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 does. It does. So you can definitely use it for the for the first while. You can use the the, the washing excuse, but then afterwards, then maybe it's the the you know that you are growing out of your clothes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's very interesting talking about all these different types of. I don't know what they are called. But I also just want to know, I think nursing is sometimes viewed as not such a nice job, which I think is quite a myth from what you've told me. All these, yeah. it sounds like a, a really, really cool job. So can you tell us what do you think the myths are about nursing? You know what, I think if you think about a nurse, a lot of people think 
of a nurse in a hospital setting. So you don't necessarily always look at um, the exciting parts that they also do. You just see that they are looking after someone that is sick, but there's very, very different, exciting things that are also part of a nursing career. And um, I've actually not once thought about changing my career at all because even though, you know, sometimes um, you want to change a little bit what you are currently doing, I think that's the nice thing about nursing. It's because of the, there's all these different types of nurses that you get. Um, you know, you can stay, you can stay being a nurse, but you can have a different speciality. I think it's very important because sometimes it's not viewed in a good way, but it sounds like an amazing job. It really does. Yeah, definitely. And how can people contact your home-based business, Sydney Health? Yes, so so we do provide home nursing services. And um, for nurses and care workers that would like to reach us, it's apply at sedimahealth.com and then for 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 people that are, are looking to use the nursing services they can they can contact us on info at sedimahealth.com um, or our contact number is 0861 555585 thank you so much this has been literally i'm not just saying this one of the best interviews i've had it was very fun and I learned a lot. Thank you so much for having me. So thank you. My name is Bria Katz and I'm 12 years old. Thank you so much to my guest, Danielle, who's coming for coming on the show. I've really learned so much about nursing that I didn't know before. I now think that's a really wonderful job to, to, to pursue. And yeah, I really enjoyed that interview. And thank you to DJ Flo and Senna for pushing the big red buttons for me. Join us tomorrow on another Ha Kids show. Only on 101.9 Chai FM. This has been Ha Kids, 4 Kids, 5 Kids.